0: Okay, today's special guest is Matthew Goodwin. So over to you, Matthew. Tell the listeners about yourself.
1: Morning, Matt. Morning, everyone. I'm uh, Matthew Goodwin. I'm the director and one of the uh, co-owners at Goodwin Healthcare Services based in uh, Scunthorpe, North Lincolnshire. Um, The company provides care to um, people in their own homes and we also do uh, supported living as well. Um, the company has now been operating ten years this year, um, so obviously that's a, an achievement in itself, and uh, something that we will be celebrating. Um, we employ approximately ninety staff and provide care to approximately seventy service users. We um, are on the contract with the local authority and the CCG, also you know known as the NHS, and we do a proportion of private work as well.
0: Okay, great. And let's rewind right back to the start then. Matthew, tell us tell us about you from uh, from being a child if you wouldn't mind.
1: Okay. Um so born and bred in Scunthorpe. I have an older sister, Claire. Um I went to Linton Prep, It's a well private school in Scunthorpe. Um I think my, well my parents sent me sent me there because uh, I was behind at uh, primary school and it I, you know they felt that I needed to play catch up. Anyway, um, so, yeah, went there with Claire. And, um, well, from a young age, you know, very driven. Um, I think that was more to do with my parents, uh, encouraging us to work hard. Um, so, and there also an element of that at, uh, at the school, there was a competitive there. I've also all, always been, uh, had an interest in sport. So, from a young age, playing football, playing rugby. I um, uh, did a little bit of karate as well. And um, so, yeah, finished my studies at uh, private school. Then went on and passed my 11 plus. Went to Queen Elizabeth High School in Gainsborough, which is a grammar school. Um, there again, um, worked very hard. Um, also run alongside it. I also always had a keen interest in sports, uh, predominantly rugby through my teens. But uh, also randomly, um, used to throw... Discus, uh, at the county level, for and District Athletics. What was your PB on that, Matthew? Oh, I can't remember <laughs> now. I'm going to say about 35 metres, but if I'm honest, I can't remember. Sounds impressive. Yeah. Uh, I do recall, uh, quite randomly, the, the coach, he was, uh, he had a running background. So when we used to turn up for training twice a week, he used to take me for, for long runs. And I used to think, well, what's this got to do with Discus? But uh, anyway, um, it taught me the love for running, actually, as yeah. well. Yeah.
0: Okay, great. Um, So in terms of your profession or chosen profession, how did you end up in healthcare then?
1: Okay, so I finished my um, studies at at high school, went to John Leggett College in Scunthorpe um, and then went to Sheffield Ham University, um, studied a degree in criminology. Um, Always the intention from around the age of 16 to go in the police force um, and then I learnt about uh, the the graduate scheme that the police officer police office offer, if they you know what I mean. But yeah. uh, I'm not sure if they still do that, but at the time they did. So um I thought, you know, criminology, uh, an interest in that anyway. So I thought, well, it'd be a good degree to study. Um so I finished my studies at Sheffield University, um and um I don't mind admitting I was diagnosed with epilepsy. Um, so that uh, scuppered my plans. Okay. Yeah. Um okay, so early twenties. Came back to live in Scunthorpe. Uh, went to work for my uncle in his firm, um, and that, in a real nutshell, was provide well installing heating systems in commercial domestic properties. Mm-hmm. And if, if I'm honest, it was a big business, and I was fortunate enough to learn to learn a lot working there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so in terms of your routine, I know um, you've been at your company since uh, since the ground up really, and it's you, you should be really proud of, of what you and your family have achieved. So do you want to compare your routine from when you first started to maybe how it is now, just to maybe show it's not all glamour? Um, because yeah. we all know whatever business we're in, it's not, it's not all that it's perceived and cracked up to be. So what was it like at the beginning, you can be honest? Okay, yeah.
1: okay. Um- <laughs> So I started the company, just a little bit of background. I started the company with my mum, uh, Gina, and her background is a, she was a social worker and assistant director at, at uh, Northlake's Council uh, Adult Social Services. So, um, And then I obviously had the background in the business. Anyway, uh, so we started the company together, and if I'm honest, the first the first three to maybe four straight five years was, it was hard work, seven days a week, um, as you can imagine, because you don't have the staff. Really, to deliver the care, myself and my mum would be out seven days a week delivering the care ourselves. So we had to learn fast uh, things around moving, and handling medication. It's it's much more complex than what pe- some people perceive as well. Yeah. So um, it was just full on in terms of the finances. There were many a times um, I said to my, you know, I'd say to my wife, you know, this isn't worth it because my wife was a primary school teacher at the time. I said, well, why don't I go into teaching? or you, know, you know, just do something else. And um, it was just yeah horrific. At times, sorry, yeah. but uh very, very stressful.
0: Mm-hmm. Um and your routine now, how does that how does that look, just to contrast it?
1: Um well yeah, good question. Mm-hmm. Um it's very much more flexible. because um, 'cause I'm now well I've always been my own boss, but I you know, we now have the established company. It not runs itself but it does all of itself. So I I predominantly just look after the finances. Yeah. So I can dip in and out if you like. Yeah. Um I always have a, an ear to the ground, you know, I know what's going on, but I do have a lot of time to or more time to spend with my family, I've got young children, and also time to to train as well, which is my, my other passion. So it's it was worth it. Yeah, in the long run,
0: great. Which yeah. brings us on to uh, the the next segment, really, which is to talk about hobbies and interests. Now, it's it's not going to be very often that I get to speak to somebody that's represented Great Britain. So, mm. uh, do you want to explain about uh, to the listeners what you've just uh, just accomplished?
1: Absolutely. Uh, so I competed at uh, the European Championships. Um and that's uh, in the sprint and it was in Venice in Italy. And uh for those that don't know, um a spint is a, a run, bike, run and um the distance is a 5k but run and then a, a 12 mile bike and then a one and a half mile run, which in terms of distance it's not a long distance, but you can imagine it's very fast and intense. Yep. So uh yeah, I um I've, well, I've been a member of the local tri-club called Off That Couch Fitness for the past five years and it just organically developed through that. And uh, I just, you know, uh, such a love for it um, and love for both cycling and running. Not so much swimming, but uh, uh, that's how it came about.
0: Fabulous. Okay. So was you pleased with with your result and, and the experience?
1: Yeah, yeah I, was, I was really happy, if I'm honest. Um, I came sixth um, out of the British lads that i wow, completed. Yeah, there's 12 British lads. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I came ninth overall. So I wanted a top 10 place. Uh, but you know when you're racing with the I mean there's a Polish uh, sorry the Polish lad there was a lot from Italy Germany um, it was just great in terms of uh, the camaraderie and the banter um, yeah just a long lifetime experience
0: yeah what a what a setting um, to to compete in a, at Venice as well fabulous yeah lovely yeah um, yeah. did uh, you get any downtime after the event to uh, sp- spend a little bit of time in Venice absolutely
1: yeah. um, so we flew out on the Thursday we competed on the Saturday uh, my wife uh young children came on my parents so post race was there till tuesday so we you know we went we went into venice um, uh, spent the day there it, it was just lovely showing the kids around you know taking the kids to the beach it was yeah just some downtime as well uh, away from uh, structured training
0: okay um in terms of uh the random question just yeah. uh i think it sometimes provides an insight into to people's minds. If I was to throw you on a desert island right now, what one item would you take now? Family members, we can, we can leave to one side. This is, this is more yeah. perhaps a, a material possession. Um, so right. what, what would you take if you, if you were posed with that question? Okay.
1: You might be cheating say this, but I read every evening. Uh, I love reading. So I've, I'd like to take a book yeah. uh, one of my many books. Yeah. Um, if not, I know you said one, but if not, if it wasn't a book, it'd be my running trainers.
0: Right, okay, yeah, yeah. fabulous. Do you have a particular favourite book author or and or style of uh, a book to read?
1: I love biographies. Yeah. So one of the latest ones, actually, a life changer for me, uh, which helped me change my lifestyle to then go on. I feel to to represent Great Britain was a book by um, a man called Richard Roll, um, mm-hmm. an ex-alcoholic um, yeah. who went on to completely transform his life. Yeah, um, and he's competing ultra marathons and so forth. But he also runs his own business around uh, self help and you know helping people with their own lives. And it's, yeah, it's very inspirational.
0: Oh, fabulous! Yeah. again, it leads leads nicely into the next next question for you to 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 answer. And speaking about mental health um, in general. This can either be from a personal perspective or people around you, or just a general view on it. What what does mental health mean to you? How do how do you how do you manage your own? How do you advise other people to perhaps uh, deal with any issues that they've got? And how do you think society um, handles it um, for others?
1: Really, really good question. Um, if I'm honest, right? So past two, three years, obviously we've all been through COVID and I think that's had an effect on everybody, um, without maybe some people realizing it, the fact that you were, you know, isolated at home mm-hmm. and having the opportunity to socialize with anyone. Uh, for me, um, I've truthfully found exercise as a way to, to help with my mental health. Um, the release of the stress, uh, focus, self-worth, um, obviously like everybody, I have my down days. Um, but I've, got, you know, a strong network around me, family and friends. Yeah. Um, but my wife is also studying counselling, she's gone back to college, so mm-hmm. she's learning a lot of uh, techniques to help with stress. Yeah, but actually for me as well, um, I'm not saying I had a problem with alcohol, but like a lot of people, or some people, uh, you know, at a weekend where you'd have a, open a bottle of wine and it probably progressed into the week, becoming maybe too reliant on alcohol. Yeah. So six months ago, I cut out alcohol out completely, mm-hmm. and if I'm honest, I felt a hundred times better for doing that. But I'm not saying everybody should do that, but it, it worked
0: for me. Excellent. Yes, it's different approaches work for different people, right? Uh, in terms of um, anybody inspirational in business, is there anybody that you particularly follow? I know you mentioned earlier the the author of the book, so it might it might actually be that that individual. Is there somebody that you look up to not not as a copy or or as a poster person if you like just just that you think that person aligns with how i believe things should be done and and i admire what their company delivers is there anybody it doesn't ha- there doesn't have to be by the way it's just a question i like to um, ask
1: not in terms of the company delivers, but it would be. It would come back to Richard Raw. He's just yeah. had a massive impact on me, yeah. so I, I would really strongly advise anybody that hasn't read it to, to read his book. I can't remember the name of the book if I'm honest, but I, the the author is he's called Richard Raw.
0: Okay, we'll yeah. we'll get that uh, title of that book and we'll get it yeah. posted in the comments below the below the podcast. So, right, the next question: um, Where do you see yourself in five years' time?
1: Again, a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, ideally, we want to develop the company. Um, um, and also look at a property portfolio. Yep. Um, but also running alongside everything I do, I'm also um, um, delving into coaching. So yep. um, I've got a leadership in running fitness with British Athletics and I've also just done my level two triathlon coaching with British Triathlon. So my mid-to-long term aim is to try and encourage my children to to um, get involved in athletics, triathlons and yep. also just get into coaching in general
0: yeah going back to 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 your earlier point with with regards to your diagnosis and, and epilepsy if you don't mind talking about that how how has that impacted your professional work in life your your general life and also and and the, the very nature of you being sporty and having sporty interests have you had to adjust a lot or and and how do you feel people react around you when they hear that for the first time Is it, do you still feel as a Stigma is not a right word, but just a misunderstanding about what that means. Yeah, it's got again.
1: Good question. Um, fortunate for me, it's always been under control. I uh, take the matrogene twice mm-hmm. a day, uh, medication. Yeah. Um, so I've only had one major uh, grand malice called um, yeah. seizure when I was 21. Um, so touch wood. I think, well, I will be on medication for the rest of my life, but uh, um, in terms of stigma, I don't, if I'm honest, tell a lot of people and um, it's most people that you know I work with or associate with yeah so I don't I don't usually broadcast it but mm-hmm. it, to be fair it's it's something I've when I, was, I felt ashamed if I'm honest right as daft as that may sound but when I was in my early mid-twenties I thought you know young oh, fit strong lad. I thought mm-hmm. you know this can't be me um yeah. but I've learned as I'm growing older just to, le- to live with it yeah um, and it is just a part of me
0: right okay yeah, yeah great answer yeah. um if you could do, what would you tell your 20-year-old self? What bit of advice would you give or yeah. or, 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 your experience? How how would you try and not change that 20-year-old person, but if you could yeah. just give them one bit of information that might uh, help them on the way, what would you yeah. say?
1: I could have jumped straight back into the sporting ground. I was talking yeah. to a friend about this the other day. But anyway, when I was in my 20s, obviously we were to uni in Sheffield and we lived at the peaks and our doorstep. Yeah. So I would have loved to have had a bike. Yeah. And at, at the amount of free time we had as well. Yeah. Instead of sitting around playing on the on the PlayStation, drinking tea, I would have uh, used that time to go out cycling and running. Yeah, um, I would have advised that and to, um, to not have drank as much. But then when you're that age, you do like to go out and party. Yeah, playing.
0: it would be a difficult it would be a difficult yeah. sell, I think. But uh, yeah, a, yeah, another great answer. Uh, in terms of, um, for any listeners that, say, aren't in business, so to speak, and I don't like that phrase, but it's it's the easiest way that you can uh, box it off, what what would you say to them if, if they were considering it and, and either felt socially there was some kind of impact for them or, or, or physically or, or people around them are, are saying, oh, there's too much risk. What, what would you say to them in, in terms of um, how to approach it?
1: Yeah, good, good question. Um, I believe if, if you're going into business, it's something you've really got to be passionate about, um, and ideally have some knowledge around as well. Yeah. Um, I would encourage you to look at your own lifestyle actually as well. I mean, if you have young children, can you commit the time to mm-hmm. running a company, particularly starting a company, because it will impact your social life, your yep. friendships, your, your relationships. So just to consider all those factors first. Yeah. But um. I don't get me wrong. If it if it pays off, being your own boss is nothing like it. Well, I mean, I love it, but yeah. there are a lot of sacrifices.
0: Yeah. You know. Okay. Um. One. Uh, one listener messaged in uh, from the previous podcast and and felt that a sensible question would be to put forward what would you change about the tax system if you could. Being being that you are operating a business, so just uh, what would you change and why?
1: Okay. Um. So if just. Touching on that, we don't I don't really personally have any views on that because of that exempt. So yeah. I would straight away look at corporation tax. Yeah. My you know, brief vague understanding of it, obviously my understanding is going to increase, I think twenty four, twenty five percent up from nineteen. Yeah. So in terms of a company our size, I'd say with small to medium turnover, around two million, mm-hmm. um, it will impact us um, in terms of cash flow um, and of financially. So a little bit of Fear, if you like, but we'll yep. obviously we will we'll adapt and get through it. But <laughs> ideally, it wouldn't be jumping up so high.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And just to to wrap things up, really, uh, do you have a favourite quote or or um, a phrase even that you might have come up with yourself that you just want to leave us with, just to just yeah. to sign us off?
1: It was an old mentor. is um, he, he, the quote is "You are what you produce." Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you come across that, but
0: no no i yeah. I'm enjoying hearing everybody's yeah. quotes actually i'm I'm yeah. jotting these down and eventually you might see them in one book condensed yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I a lot of people may talk the talk about, yeah. I mean, it sounds respectfully, but actions you know speak like other words, and that's it kind of that's what it means really,
0: yeah in my head so that's is is that something that you draw yourself back to in business and and with your training as well, you sort of check yourself at po- at points yeah. when maybe you feel a bit sorry for yourself you th- you you think well of what we've achieved yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah, I mean as human you, you always want more you always you know compared to people that maybe are doing better or in your view doing better but yeah. I think you've just got to uh, be proud of what you've achieved
0: okay great yeah. that's uh, that's been really interesting thank you uh, thank you for coming on Matthew and uh, we'll hopefully get Matthew in on, on a future podcast and uh, and I'm asking some different questions and uh, give you a bit more insight to uh, to what it's like to run a business okay so that's goodbye from me Mark
1: Yep. Thanks.
0: Uh, thanks, Matt. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Thanks. Bye.